My name is Sammy Mark, I'm not met before. I'm the director of Texas Student Ministries here at Wallace Presbyterian Church. And I'm excited to bring you God's word today. We're in a season, we're in a season of Advent, and we're in a series of Christmas Chronicles. The idea of this series is that God came to save us. The question of it is, is what is Jesus really doing during Christmas? Jennifer Carr, children and families pastor. She was Jesus' lineage. And she told us that it was full of broken There's prostitutes in Jesus' lineage. There's liars and murderers. She said, This is good news because that means God is not ashamed to be in family relationship. That's the news for us. We are. You don't have to go any further than turning on the news. You might not even need to do that. You just think about your last family get together. I see arguments that happen during this. Our sermon today talks about our broken end from the very beginning of time, how sin entered the world. And it will show that. We have hearts that don't desire God, but they desire to be God. Be in Genesis chapter 3. You can turn to that in your few Bibles, but also on your screens, or by me. You can click the app, Bible, 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 Allow me to pray. Okay, Father, we thank you for this time as we reflect on who you are. Help us to see a true vision of who we are and then who you call us to be. Help us reflect on Jesus and the true reason for this season. Let everything that distracts be removed from our minds, from our hearts, that we may hear from you today, God. I pray this in your holy son. So, a little context before we dive into our scripture today. In the very beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. He created the shrubbery that we see on the ground, He created the oceans, and then He created something a little different. He created Adam, the first man. He breathed life into Adam. Adam was set apart. He wasn't like any of the animals or the vegetation that was previously put on the earth because God put a part of Himself inside of Adam. He was. A reflection of God's identity, a piece of him in that. And then, afterwards, God gave Adam two things. He gave him control. He gave Adam the responsibility of taking care of the earth. And then he gave him a command. In Genesis 2, 15 through 17, it says, The Lord God took the man and put him in the garden of Eden to work it and take care of it. And the Lord God said to the man, we're free to eat any tree in the garden, but you must not eat from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. When you eat from it, you will certainly die. Then the Bible tells us Adam and God are hanging out, they're naming animals, 
And I know this doesn't sound very exciting, but think about it. We go to the zoo from time to time. This is the first ever safari trip. You're doing it with the one that created the animals. You get the download. You know everything there is to know about these animals. You get to name them. I don't know if you ever had a pet before, but I remember when my mom brought home my first dog. I was so excited to put that ownership of naming my dog Coco. This is what Adam got to each and every that's not a good time. 10 million plus Instagram hashtags are for cute animals. That's how you know this was a good time. I had to have a beautiful relationship with God. It was so much fun. And yet, none of these animals fulfilled the partnership that Adam needed. Because Adam was made different. He was set apart. He made it in so God gave him a wife. He put Adam to sleep, he takes out one of his ribs, and he creates a wife. Her name is Eve. Adam and Eve, they knew one another and knew no shit. Which means they made love and had great intimacy. And they weren't ashamed of that. They had a beautiful relationship, a perfect connection, not broken by sin. This is where our text picks up today. Chapter three, chapter 3, verse 1 through 6. You see that this is all about Now the serpent was more crafty than any of the wild animals the Lord God had made. He said to the woman, Did God really say you must not eat from the tree, any tree in the garden? The woman said to the serpent, you may eat from the trees in the garden, but God did say you must not eat from the tree that is in the middle of the garden, and you must not touch it, or you will die. You won't certainly die, the serpent said to the woman, for God knows that when you eat from it, your eyes will be open, and you will be like God, knowing good and evil. And when the woman saw that the fruit of the tree was good for her, Pleasing to the eye, also desirable for gaining knowledge. She took from it and ate it. She also gave some to her husband, who was with her, and he ate it. The devil, being the serpent in this, in this story, he wants us to think that God's holding out for us. And we believe it. As Adam and Eve eat from the tree, they believe it. And I just get so mad at Adam because I man, you had one job. You could do one job and now send us into the world for all of us. But the reality of it is, is we believe it too. Every time we sin, we believe the lie of the devil. Lust, when we lust, we say, my life would be better if I could just have that one person. When we're greedy, we say, if if I could just have a little more, what God is giving me isn't enough. But if I was in control, I would take more for myself. When we people please, we try to find our worth the people around us instead of the worth that God has given us. We made us in His image. When we worry, we say, I can just be the one in control. I would never have to rely on God and ask Him to do this. Instead, I. 
devil has been visible. God is forgotten. But the reality of this is God's provision comes with parameters or are Think about it. If you have kids or grandkids, you let them outside and tell them to go play. But stay in the yard. Because out the streets, it's dangerous to get hit by a car. It's the same for God. Because Adam and you can eat from any tree in the morning. Any tree. Just not the one in the middle. But the devil, when you ask the question, said, Is it true? God said you can't eat from any tree? None of them. He wants us to have the perspective that God is putting out everything from us. But in reality, it's protecting us from the things that are wrong. God tells them they will die. And I thought to myself, why? Why would Adam and Eve they need this It's a new God. It's been time and that's the first time that we hear this earlier. Why? And I realize it's because Adam and Eve have forgotten God's he says, do not eat the tree, or you will die. I know this because he says, you must not even touch it. God never said that. See, the serpent uses our misunderstanding of the Bible to trick us and lead us into temptation. So, as he says, you can't even touch it, I'm sure he's slithering his way all across that tree. Like, who can't touch it? I can touch it all day. You're not going to die. God is holding out on you because He wants you not to have wisdom and knowledge. But if you keep this tree, you'll be like I won't be. You can do it on your own. If Satan can convince us to question the word of God, he can convince us to question the person of God. How do we get to this point? They didn't intellectually know good or evil. But all that they had experienced was good. They had the joy of relationship with one another, unhindered by sin. They knew one another, they felt no shame. They had the joy of relationship with God. They could walk in the dark with us, we'll see in the scriptures. And Adam was, they were now with them. There was no separation. They had the joy of work. Imagine never feeling like this one day. But every day that you work, building, if you know that you're doing exactly what God called you to do, every minute of work is personal. It always feels like Friday in the last 30 minutes of work. We're having a good time. That's what they had. And the devil had convinced them otherwise. That something better was out there. He lied. He said, you'll know good and evil like God. And that's not true. They would experience evil. God never experienced that. Verse 7 through 13. Then the eyes of both of them broke. after they did. They realized they were naked. And they sewed big leaves together and made coverings. The man and the wife, the man and his wife heard the sound of the Lord God as he was walking in the garden in the cool of the day. And they hid from the Lord God among the trees of the garden. But the Lord called to the man, Where are you? 
had you eaten from the tree that I commanded you not to? The man said, The woman, the woman that you put here, she gave you the fruit, then I Then the Lord said to the woman, What is it you have done? The woman said to him, The serpent, the serpent deceived me, and that's why. After their eyes are open, I want you to see that Adam and Eve, they hide. They hide from one another. They hide from God. They hide from responsibility. Scripture tells us that they knew one another and felt no shame. But as soon as their eyes are open, they saw big leaves on them. They're putting on something that they were never meant to. Insecurity. Caused them to cover up. Our sin leads to insecurity, which causes a, a cover up. It leads to a facade, a fakeness. It's the reason that moms kill themselves around this work and parenting so other people will think they're good mothers. It's the reason why dads feel like they can never shove their emotions. Because they don't want to make their own money. It's the reason why kids are class clowns, because they don't mind one another, they don't understand the assignments, so if they keep people laughing long enough, they can never call them students. It's the reason young adults have to be in the freshest outfits, cars, and the next step too, because their work comes from what they have. We are living in our lives. Covering them up all the time. Adam and Eve felt exposed because they were naked. And now we live out of fear of being exposed for our Sin leads to insecurity, which leads to a cover up, which leads to a cycle, unless we get to God. They have this opportunity when God says, where are you? Adam and Eve, the second thing they did is they hide behind the tree. I found this interesting as I studied the scripture. God said, the very thing that I tell you to avoid that very sin is the same thing you hide behind. You put that thing between you and God. When we're greedy, we find our security in the Say, I don't, I don't need God to I don't need His protection. If I got enough money, I can protect myself. When we lust, we find our worth and we desire rather than. Image of God that's us. When we worry, we feel out of control. Sometimes God drives us to that and say, Man, I can just figure out how to control this situation. God always gives us an opportunity to do that. So we're going to turn away from the things that we put between. 
Christ says, where are you? So let me ask you, where are you? Where are you? Will you choose the cycle, or will you choose the creator? Adam and Eve, they go from hiding behind the tree, being confronted by God, they start hiding from responsibility. Adam says, I hid because I was naked. He says, God says, how did you know you were naked? He said, well, what happened was, see, you put that serpent here, so it's really, it's, it's, it's your fault. Circle in here, I would never make that happen. Or mango, whatever you desire. I would have never made it that, but you you put it here. You put the circle here. It's funny because we do the same thing. We play God's too. God, if, I, if you would have gave me a good enough job, if you would have gave me this happen, maybe then. But you know my money's funny and I've been praying about it, you ain't never about it, so I can't talk. And God, I know you don't want me cheating on my taxes, but I gotta get a break somehow, somehow. God, if, if you would have gave me a spouse, I wouldn't be struggling with us. I've been praying you for three years for a spouse. And you wouldn't answer that.
like, no, I just want you to hear me. I can't tell you how many times we had that conversation. I don't know if you've ever had that conversation with other people. But like, in my mind, I'm like, okay, here's the solution. She's like, no, I just want to go first. But it's because of the brokenness of our relationship, because of the curse that we think something. And although we choose the cycle, it's good news today. God still chooses us. He still chooses us. Genesis 3 21. We see that God covers up and gets rid of those big things. It says, The Lord God made garments of skin for Adam and his wife and clothed them. Uh, he didn't take it from them. So he must explain like that. If you read the Bible, all throughout the Bible, blood is the cost, death is the cost of sin. And blood is the only thing that can cover it. And this is pointing to an even greater choice. This points to the last episode. Genesis 3 14 15 says, So the Lord God said to the serpent, Because you have done this, cursed are you above all livestock. In all lives, you will crawl on your belly and you will eat dust all the days of your life. And I will put enmity between you and the woman, between your offspring and her offspring. He will crush your head and you will strike his heel. That's my favorite curse. It's also a blessing for us. See, the offspring would be Jesus Christ, the one who's not ashamed to be in a relationship with broken people. And when the serpent bruised his heel, that's Jesus dying on the cross for our sins. Adam and Eve, they brought a person to the world by eating from a tree they were supposed to. And Jesus Christ lived the perfect life and died on a tree that was meant for us. And we can be forgiven. And when Offspring crushes the head of the serpent. That's Jesus rising after the third day. He beat sin. He beat the grave on our behalf. Lived a perfect life. He took on our sin. So we can be a right relationship with God. So our series question then is what is God really doing? answer is, he's redeeming his people. Today, this is the first time that you're hearing this good news. The first time that it's hidden. Um, the response is, follow God. Follow Jesus. Call him to be Lord and Savior and follow him for the rest of your life. Maybe you're following God or been following God at some point you got caught in Put sin between you and God. Whatever that sin is, you know it or I don't know. But you can choose to be your hand. You can choose to begin being the following of Jesus and repent from that sin. Maybe for you, you need to invite somebody into this beautiful story. Christmas isn't about gifts and luxury, it's about the gift on the tree. And have perfect opportunities to invite people 
end this season. Celebrate only one thing. You'll hear more about the coming of this church. Christmas party and other opportunities in life. Take advice. Father, we thank you. We thank you for your understanding of us. That you continue to pursue. I pray for everyone in the time of my place here and that their relationship with you grow makes our relationship. God, I pray for anyone who will join us today, whether it's a father. Thank you.